Welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master Dave, and with me as always is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. Well, after thoroughly blowing out my eardrums, attempting to uh, you know get the audio started and not remembering that I also have to run checks of gain levels and everything, I couldn't hear my mic level, and then... When the Darth came in, it was like, you know, just ear shattering. It was a lot of fun. Screamo. It was screamo. It's fine. It was nuts. I had forgotten that uh, you were actually over here for the last episode, and I had that particular channel uh, channeled for a physical mic and not our normal setup that we, we generally use here. Yeah, this is why I really should stay in the basement. For those of you that don't know, I actually uh, have a dungeon basement under his house, and that's where I keep my main recording gear. Instead of actually doing it in person, it's just easier that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. We pretty tend much. to have lightsaber battles otherwise, so yeah. it just keeps the house in good shape. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well... Today, we are actually going to be jumping back into comics, yes. which is something we don't, we don't necessarily do a ton of, but uh, we did our main Star Wars line, and now we're going to be jumping into the 2020 Darth Vader line. I have to mention the year because every year there seems to be a new Vader line. Yeah, and I, I had all but one of these in physical form. And let me tell you, it took just a painful amount of time on Comixology to find the real series that we're doing now. You'd think it would pop up first because of date, but no. Like, I had to Google it and everything. I had no idea which was which until I read the description. It showed each comic and the title of them. It was terrible. (laughs) Yeah, it is kind of interesting how that works for this particular particular run. Um you know the 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 2018 or it was it 2017 or 2018 that was we we fondly always call the horse one. Um, yeah, that was the, 2018. I think 17 was Target Vader. No, no, no. Target Vader was newer than that. I think I oh, could really? be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that that that's that's newer uh, because that that spawned bounty hunters. So I I mm-hmm. believe that was either 2019 or even 2020 itself. I think it was 2019, um, but. The, the the 2019 Vader comic, honestly, I think is probably one of the best, but that's a that's a Charles Soule thing. Mm-hmm. And now into the 2020 lineup, and as we were kind of talking about future ideas for episodes, as we kind of do now because the planning's nice, I actually realized as I was going back through the episodes, I guess I had talked about like four issues of this, and I and I think I remember why I even did that, and that was because you were on your honeymoon. That oh, was, was that a, when that dropped. Okay. That was around when you got married, because it was like either the next episode or the episode before was like when we had when you we had your friends over and we did that. Yeah, that the group episode. one, like what got you into Star Wars, yeah. right? Yeah, so I think that that was like a week where I was, you know, it's like, well, I'm going to put something out. And there had been four issues of this, so I talked about the first four issues. So (laughs) technically, this is going to be a bit of a rehash because we're going to go through issues one through ten. Everyone has a rehash on their channel. It's okay. It'll Uh, be different. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we actually have quite a long hiatus until we get issue 11. What did I say? April, the Uh, end of April 28th? 
Yeah. Ridiculous Which, when you think about it. Yeah, and, and I, I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to make way for for everything else that's coming out. And, yeah. Um, I, I think we kind of had the same thing with the with the mainline Star Wars series, too, though. Maybe that's just a thing when you hit issue 10, they take a little break. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I Well, I'm, I'm not like the greatest of comic book people, collectors, yeah. readers. So I'm sure that that is kind of a thing, I guess. But, yeah. you know, f- It'd be for like me, seasons almost. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the other thing here, too, is that this is technically split up into four parts. So you have the Dark Heart of the Sith, which was issues one through five, Into the Fire, issues six through ten, and then, uh, well, I guess technically it's six through eleven, maybe, and then War of the Bounty Hunters is like the last two, or at least that's what I'm seeing where I'm looking. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, comics man, <laughs> kind of a foreign a whole language new in a way. World. Uh, yeah, 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 I, yeah, sure. (laughs) It has been fun though, to kind of get away from books and focus on something else. It's been entertaining. So I think we'll definitely stick with comics for quite a while. Well, the the main star Wars line actually tells a decent story and, and this, it does. We've said this before, so there's no real need to hash and rehash, but I mean, the, the problem has always been that comics, don't always do a great job of telling a complete story or it takes a very long time for that in attention spans and, you know, having to dig through, you know, varying artwork and everything. Sometimes it it can be a little anime ish. (laughs) Well, true. Kind of long haul. Yeah. But, um, as far as the, I guess, star Wars comic, lines go i think that they're pretty straightforward for the most part yeah 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 well again so that's what we're going through this week and and you know hopefully you guys sort of enjoy some more comic um comic book episodes (laughs) we still have uh the afra line and bounty hunters to talk about as we go through and then, of course, as time goes by, more comics come out in the other lines and yada, yada, yada. So eventually we'll maybe get up to, like, present day. <laughs> yeah. Not be, like, almost a year behind. Well, we, um, we are on High Republic. We at least have that. <laughs> yeah, true. For the most part, we obviously are, like, a week behind on issue three, but we will get that out pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll take a look at that as well. Um, and then I guess kind of just a little bit of what we had talked about here. So we actually have sort of planned out the next basically seven weeks, which is pretty good. I think, yeah. Um, we'll be diving back into the new Jedi order next week. And that was balance point. Uh, then we will be starting some rebel stuff, which is kind of my favorite series. So uh, Rebel season one. We're gonna go season by season. So we'll start with season one. Uh, then we'll dive into Afra. Finally, mm-hmm. try and uh, you know take a look at that comic again. Rehash comic. Complete restart. I I don't remember how many issues that con- did that. I think that the last line had like seventy five issues. So and that that led up to the audio drama, right? And then it reset at that point. 
I don't know. I, I, I think, I don't think that that's, I, I'm not sure. It's a good question. I, I don't, I don't think that it led up to the audio drama at all. No. Oh, okay. I think it was just another lineup. I mean, it, you know, Marvel, I mean, Marvel yeah. does, it, it's not just like Lucas films, but like any comic, I mean, you have all these lines and delineations and alternate stuff that goes on, which to be honest is another reason why I'm not a huge comic book guy. Um, well, coming in from the outside, it's kind of hard to keep up with all of it. It's yeah. pretty different than what we're used to. So no doubt. Um, so after that, we'll be jumping into the second book in the aftermath series, which I believe that was life debt. Pretty sure that was life debt. And we are touching on some of the various thing, various sequence of events that happened in aftermath. We, we did victory's price last week. Mm-hmm. So victory's price directly, um, coincides with the events of empire's end. So we're going to jump back into that. I had thought we finished that series, but we only got through the first book and then kind of stopped, but we'll get back in there. And then we'll be jumping back into the New Jedi Order, Rebel Season 2, and then finally, uh, well, at least on this list, we'll be rock and rolling right up to the new Thrawn book. Thrawn yeah. Ascends. Uh, well, what is the official title of that book? <laughs> Maybe I should I should... Remember the the actual full title. Oh yeah, Thrawn Ascendancy: Greater Good. So that'll be uh, released April twenty seventh. We'll be reviewing it the week after, so we have enough time to you know get through it and read it. So a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah, exciting time. Yeah, and another little tidbit of news. I didn't, I don't remember hearing this, but apparently in no, on November second of this year. E.K. Johnson's got a new book, Queen's Hope. Yeah, I don't think either of us were aware that this was going to be a trilogy. <coughs> Probably should have known that, but it is exciting news. I love uh, both of the other two, so y- yeah. this, is, this is set in Clone Wars era, correct? Clone Wars, yeah, dur- during the actual Clone Wars. Uh, apparently, like from the general synopsis I read... Padme is kind of like off on the front line and like Sabe is basically doing the senatorial duties. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, I think queen, uh, which one came, came first. It was Queens. Uh, wow. Which one did come first, shadow or peril? Uh, shadow. Okay. Shadow sure came about. first. Okay. I think we both, uh, really enjoyed Queen's shadow Mm-hmm. Uh, Queen's Peril was also very good in its own right. Um, I think, again, if I'm remembering correctly, I th- I, I'm pretty sure that we both enjoyed Queen's Shadow a little bit more than Peril. Yeah. Um, but I think Peril tried to be a little bit larger of a book, like a little bit more yeah. to it. Hopefully. I, I, I'm kind of interested to see if this new one leads us right into... Uh, Revenge of the Sith, almost like Clone Wars did, right up to Order 66. It'll be interesting to see. Because we did have some time jumps in the other books, so. Well, sometimes we have to refresh our our memory as much as anyone else, but Queen's Peril was during the events of Episode 1. Yep. And then Queen's Shadow was 
when she first started in the Senate. Mm-hmm. So Queen's Hope will be like a sequel to Queen's Shadow, whereas Queen's Peril was the prequel. So right. they re- just wrote them out of order, you know, like everything else we do. Like everything Star Wars does. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, again, which is fine. But yeah, it should be interesting. I, I have enjoyed these books quite a bit. Uh, looks like... It looks like, I mean, it looks like it's donezo because they even have a page count, 352 pages, which seems to be pretty in line with what Shadow was. Oh, well. wonder why yeah. they're waiting so long to release it. <laughs> well, I, who knows? Schedules and money. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> edit, edit, re-edit, edit. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure it might not be 352. I, I don't want to like... Authority on that, but at any rate, we'll see. We'll see. So, uh, yeah, I guess aside from all of that good stuff, how has your week been? Or how has your week be- not how was your week been? That's improper English. How was your week? <laughs> My week was our good, <laughs> yeah, it was great. You know, finally getting some warmer weather, still feels like winter in the morning, so it's stupid, but it's Ohio for you. Enjoying the nice wet weather. We got a ridiculous storm the other day. I don't know if you got the same, but just gearing up. We got a boat show coming up and waiting on the lake to fill. So busy time for us. Sounds really boring. That's fine. I think you brought everybody down, man. That's fine. (laughs) Here, you talk about work and see if that excites anyone. Our jobs aren't super exciting to anyone, I'm sure. Let me tell you about working, working hard, because I'm a working man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I, I actually, I don't remember it storming. I mean, we got a little bit of rain, but we're, we're in a weird alley where I'm at where we miss a lot of weather. It's, you know, it can be kind of good, you know, especially in the winter. Everybody's like, oh, we're under like... 50 feet of snow it's 1970 whatever all over again and then i'm like really because uh you know it's like sunny and 75 over here guys i don't know what's up with you sounds like we got some spells going on in his hometown i don't know it's kind of weird everybody in town got out their aerosol cans like they warned about in the 90s and just started spraying them towards the heavens or something we will not. We will be our own temperate climate. Ozone. <laughs> Ozone. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Yeah, we, but we, we generally miss it. But yeah, it has been nice. I've been able to, you know, get out and, you know, take my walks and everything like an old guy. Um, yeah, I need to. It, it's, it's still not like warm, warm. I'm, I'm kind of waiting for it to warm up a little bit so I can go play some basketball again and. Mm-hmm. you know kind of do that sort of stuff but yeah it's it's been it's been it's been pretty it's been pretty decent you know but uh yeah still pretty cold pretty cold in the yeah. morning so kind of like a like a late fall type of feel almost feels like ohio out you know just yeah typical yeah ohio. for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and i you know i think um you know, we both talked about it. It's kind of, you know, around that time where really need to start getting getting out on trails and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, being outdoors. And I already have a, 
I'm actually going to, this coming week, I'm taking a four-day weekend so that I can start to complete some some projects that I've been wanting to do. Uh, really interesting stuff, by the way. Uh, <laughs> not really. Got some gutter work to do and some painting and some housework and so forth. But I, I think I'm probably going to uh, try and just do like a quick hike. There's a few few trails that aren't too far from me that aren't really camping trails, but you know, you, you can hike them and everything. So probably yeah, be doing yeah. something in that vein too. uh, you know, attempt to get out a little bit. I think we're getting closer to the point where we're all going to return to some semblance of sanity here uh, at some point. We can kind of get back to, uh, to living a little bit and, uh, yeah, yeah, should be, should be good times. You know, warmer weather does usually breed far more optimism in people and and a want yeah, to go out and travel and see things and enjoy life. Yeah, it's crazy. Those last few cold weeks, it's almost like anticipation, just waiting. You know, it's going to get warm soon. You're just kind of so apathetic and just done. So <laughs> it is nice how that changes so quickly. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well... Let's go ahead and jump into our series here because we've got 10 comics to go through, and I'm pretty sure that the last time we did this, it took us two hours. Like pretty much almost all of our episodes have been, they've been really long. Yeah. Um, So yeah, start with episode one, issue one, not episode one. And you know what? I could have sworn that I had the, uh, like the first printing normal cover, but apparently I don't, unless I'm, it's somewhere else. But I do have a pretty sick cover. They've been doing these um, Empire Strikes Back 40th anniversary covers. and Yeah, the, I have a few of those as well. They're pretty sick. I love them. Yeah. Yeah, I gave you all the ones that I didn't like. Yeah, Just of course. Kid. That's fine. You know, I'm trying to think about... <laughs> um, I, I bought a few lately, too. They're not immediately in my reach. But like there was, um, there was some scenes from Dagobah. On some of the recent uh, recent releases, variant cover releases, so mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I think when the Vader comic first came out, it was like it was pretty darn popular, and I was having a hard time. Like, I would have had to have gotten to my shop like in the morning. It seemed yeah. like now. I will say now though, I don't know if I don't know if fervor's gone excitement's gone a bit but i do notice now that if if i because generally you know i stop working at about five maybe a little after i generally work you know eat and then work out and then i'll hit the comic shop by about you know seven seven thirty you have to take a shower and Mm -hmm. i still see comics there like it they're just not selling out, and I and I don't think he's adding any more stock. I, I I honestly wonder if people are just like so down about things that they're just not even enjoying that. Because I'll I'll tell you, like TV ratings, not to get too crazy here, but TV ratings have plummeted on a lot of things lately too. People just aren't they're 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 in their homes, but they really don't seem to be like. Well, I think everyone's kind of burnt out on these forms of entertainment at this point. I mean, there's. Obviously, we've been lucky to work through all this, but for the people who haven't, I mean, you'd burn through so much of this in a month's time, you might just be tired of it, and you're trying to find new activities. So I, I can see that happening, for sure. Yeah, and, and of course, that's only through the 
small view of, of what I have here. I mean, hell, where you live, you don't even have a comic shop, like a real comic shop. Yeah, we have like two racks and a game store. It's pretty pathetic, and they usually don't have Star Wars, which I don't yeah. understand. You'd think that, and Marvel would be the two mainstays, but... <laughs> I mean, at least, at least by Marvel and DC. I mean, you don't have yeah. to like get yeah. like Dark Horse. Oh, or they're, they're the super ones, into but... DC. There's barely any Marvel even. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so but but I, just an observation. I just thought we yeah, ha- we yeah. have two comic shops in here, and normally, if I can't find it at one, I can find it at the other for the most part. But at the beginning, I wasn't able to get the the normal uh, cover, which I kind of like to get the normal cover, and then if the variant cover is super cool, I might also get that. But it just all depends. And then I, you know, I've been buying you seconds and so right. forth. Yeah. You know, get up there. They've just stopped asking. It's like, did you mean to pick up two? <laughs> I'm no, sure that you got no. some weird looks at first with that. There were a few times. That's why I stopped going to the one comic shop. <laughs> it was I never it very. For you. It's my fault. It was, it was never a very comfortable atmosphere in there. And you know, so okay, I can equate this to a lot of things because, like, you know, when I was young. I mean, I do. I still work out now, but like when I was younger, I worked out at. Uh, well, either the YMCA back home or the 24-hour gym later. Sometimes that is a very, you know, a crowd. It's a crowd and people get intimidated to go in. It's the same thing with music shops. Sometimes it's intimidating to go to a, a guitar store. You know, if you're if you're a newbie or, you know, <laughs> I have my, my Squire Bullet Strat and my whatever solid state amp and my DOD two, 250 preamp. Actually, I doubt that's a, probably a... I, <laughs> I'm thinking about like things when I... The Arion, no, nobody has Arion anymore. They're too expensive because people... Nostalgia and stuff. Like, okay, yeah. boss pedal. And uh, no, you don't have the new like Carolyn Effects Hawaiian pizza. That's an actual pedal, by the way. It's a fuzz pedal. That does not is, surprise me. It's sick. It's a sick pedal. I kind of wish I had one, but it's like over does $200. Does it sound like pineapples? And, no. sound like pineapples? It's a gimmick. I mean, it's just a gimmick, <laughs> but it's a nice fuzz pedal. But, I mean, that gets intimidating, and, you know, you go into a shop, and you almost feel sort of intimidated buying comics at times. Yeah. I mean, I don't care all that much, but, like, you kind of feel a weird vibe. It's like you're, you're not a, you're not one of us. It's like, what are you talking about? I mean, d- stop asking about what comics I'm buying. Just sell them to me. It's not like I'm buying giant. Do you need boot, help? Do you gi- know? Did you mean to come in here, sir? Well, it's not like I'm <laughs> buying the giant boob Vampirella, you know, comic that's probably <laughs> porn. Not really, but you know, I mean, like the uwu comics i'm just like legitimately i go in there i buy star wars comics and then every now and again if something catches my eye that seems cool i might buy it but pretty much all i do is buy star wars comics (laughs) so (laughs) at some point that should send some kind of message you'd think (laughs) well you know i i really should like set up a poll but i just don't it was funny because, like, the guy, the guy at the shop that I normally go to, he he just got some. Again, it's not in this room; it's in another room. But there's a new comic series out, I guess, that has like Keanu Reeves on it. I don't know if it's like a cyberpunk. Cyberpunk? Thing. No, I don't <laughs> think it's cyberpunk, but I think it's like a cyber. I don't know if it's even tied to that. I don't remember what it's called, but it has Keanu Reeves on the cover. 
And he had like a ton of different variant covers. Apparently it's like blah, blah, blah. I don't want to say rare, but anyway, he had two versions of it that if you were a poll customer, you could get one for free. And he's like, well, I know you don't set up a poll, but you're here every week. So you're basically a poll customer. So just take one of the, those, those <laughs> comics there. He's like, oh yeah, sick. I'll take a free comic. Haven't yeah. read it yet, but Anyway, I probably should set up a poll because it would be much easier. Than, right. <laughs> but I just never think about it. I just don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I, like I, you I said, like see, for me, I don't even have those options because we just don't have that kind of, I don't know, community around here just isn't all that nerdy. So well, a comic store I, just probably wouldn't survive very long I don't here. think that that's true, though. I mean, I honestly feel like it it, it could. Like... All you'd have to do is get like some little tiny hole in the wall. You get one big rack. You have some t-shirts and some and the the trades, the, the trade the and trade whatnot. books. You don't have to do that much. I mean, I don't think I've taken you into the smaller shop, but it's a small little tiny shop. Mm-hmm. And in your town, I guarantee the rent's a lot cheaper than what it is here for a business. So I don't see why that would be a huge issue. But there again, I don't know. Just have to have the person to do it, I guess. Yeah. Well, anyway, hey, you want to finally talk about this comic? No. Hey, I'm about to run out of memory card space, by the way. No, I'm kidding. I deleted everything before we started. We're fine. We're fine. Don't don't pull don't pull a me, okay? <laughs> don't pull a me on that. One. Well, there w- there was one time we started and for a split second I only hit record once and that doesn't actually start the recording process. So, that would have been great. That would have been great. Are you telling me that you didn't hit record and we've lost half of the conversation? Let me check. No, we're fine. Okay. <laughs> no, this was this was weeks ago. And that's why I back up. That's why I back up the audio from the Zoom onto this. All right, let's get into this. So issue one. Now power. Yeah, and again, we're we're not going to necessarily try and go frame by frame. I think uh, you know, if we can get the general plot of the story and like favorite parts, that's what we'll do. I will, however, make a casual observation. This comic seems to be relying very heavily on nostalgia. Yeah, so many flashbacks and are they all relevant flashbacks? That's the question. Well, I think they are, but I think they're trying to get you in the feels a bit. And I know the first time reading through this, the, the first like four, I did have some some pretty positive feelings about it. But I, I think it, it becomes a little bit too much of a repetitive motif. But anyway, I think we just weren't the biggest fans of the second act. So hopefully third act, fourth act. Will yeah. Be a little different. Yeah. I agree. But yes. The first act was very good. A lot of nostalgia, a lot of cool scenes. Um Vader's done really well in this, even down to just the black dialogue box, you know. Yeah, everything for just. Sure. <laughs> How do you like the uh, the Death Troopers? Like you can't actually read what they're saying. No, I think I think that's good. I think that's kind of neat. And the first time I read, it, I'm like, is my screen just messing up or what? Oh yeah, Death Trooper thing, of course. Well, the only time <laughs> we really get dialogue from Death Troopers is, I mean, is in Thrawn. He has yeah. those two death troopers that travel with him, but they're not in the, the trooper armor. So mm-hmm. at least not the entire time. So they actually do talk, but 
Regardless, so th- this uh, particular comic series picks up after the events of Empire Strikes Back. I mean, like directly after the events. The first few panels are Vader cutting off Luke's hand and you know asking him to join him, mm-hmm. and then he goes on a little secret mission, you know, to learn more about the boy. Picks up another sassy droid. Yes, a secret mission that is not the least bit secret whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, not secret at all. The Emperor <laughs> clearly knows about this, but effectively Vader is trying to retrace Luke's path, essentially. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out I think he's trying to figure out one if he really truly is like the Emperor, you know, it's like search your feelings, you know it to be true. Yeah. But he's not trusting his feelings. He he actually wants proof. And we also so, kind of have this mission of vengeance because he feels like he needs to deal with everybody that made Luke quote unquote weak. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, and in his opinion, he's weak. So we get we get some travel to Tatooine, which is interesting. He actually, you know, goes in to the home of the the Lars homestead here, which he had been in obviously years ago when he killed them all, not just the men. Not the Lars homestead, by the way. <laughs> What's that? Not not the Lars homestead. He did not kill the Lars homestead. <laughs> just you know, little raider dudes. Yes, yes. Wasn't even in one of the movies. It was just kind of referenced in a book. What are you talking about, man? You're not paying attention. It's fine. Just move on. I don't want to pay attention. I want you to make sense. I'm tired. Well, if you pay attention, things make sense. No, I don't want to. <laughs> anyway, he rustles through Luke's tools. Oh, hey, look, uh, uh, you know, a bath. This would be so sick for my squeaky... <laughs> Shut up, droid. He was annoying. The droid was annoying. Most droids are annoying, let's be honest. And I'll tell you another thing. We get this falling motif too, because like Luke falls, you know, after, yeah. you know, and then oh, oh, it's 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 uh, Shmi, oh, it's Padme, it's me. And this happens oh in multiple God. comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know he he's very psychedelic. Like we're having some weird trippy stuff going on here but in his mind. Yeah, but, but I will say, I actually think that could be done kind of cool in like an actual video format, though. It could. When you think about yeah. it, because, it, you know, again, it's this, it's this flashback to a past that you've left and you're confronting the mistakes that you've made. Mm-hmm. So in a lot of ways, it's actually a very interesting way to do it. But again, because it's so over and over and over again in the comics, it kind of becomes, it, it feels a little bit more parody in the you comic book form. And I don't know why that is. Well, it's almost like don't trust your audience to pick up on it the first time, so we're just going to do it again and again and again until they realize it, you know. Yeah, for sure. Well, anyway, Vader, upon exiting the uh, the little homestead here, they're tra- attacked by... Not Lando pirates. <laughs> yeah, I had the same feeling. Like yeah. the first time I saw it, it's like, oh no, never mind. That's that's not who I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, and him coming out of the fire as he was being shot at, that was pretty cool. 
Uh, he pulls down the transport that these pirates are in, takes out an entire, you know, what is it? I mean, it's like five or six people, but yeah, he just sort of casually takes them out and walks off into the sunset type of deal. So mm-hmm. that was kind of, you know, wild westy. And we get a, we get a kind of an interesting journey to Coruscant too. And mm-hmm. we enter Padme's sealed uh, apartment. Which seems and like a weird concept for a city like that, just to permanently seal off an apartment for one senator well, that has passed away. Well, the thing is... But it just kind of goes to how much everyone loved Padme, though. Yeah, and th- this relates a little bit more to the story as it follows on, but the thing is, is like P- Padme wasn't necessarily... She wasn't portrayed as like a traitor to the Empire. Mm-hmm. She was more like a martyr. Yeah. And yeah, but, but you're right. I mean, the standing Testament is interesting. Mm-hmm. It is an interesting thing. So anyway, they find a bug. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of a weird sequence of events here. Like Little the bit. first time I read it, it's like, wait, did they, are they still there? Did they leave? Because they didn't really show it. <laughs> Hell well, yeah, they, they they find a bug and then which takes them to Vendaxa where we see a Gungan mm-hmm. fighting sp- spider crab. I can't take any Gungan seriously, well, even in comic form. It's you very got difficult it. to well, do. Well, <laughs> of course, in the first panel, he doesn't say Yusa. He does only yeah. say, you got to evac. So apparently he's not hardcore. Gungans. <sighs> not all Gungans talk like idiots. Um, well, guess what? We have Vader. He does a little slicey dicey and then gets uh, quite a shock as we mm-hmm. see uh, a woman holding a blaster to him and he says, Padme. Yeah. Which I history. had known about a lot of this well before going into the comics because this was a massive reveal when it first came out. Um, it's like had the internet ablaze for weeks on end. Yeah. Yep, for sure. R- Padme's return from the dead. We're altering yeah. timelines. Vader turned good and, you know, stuff. God, no. Well, anyway, we get a lot of uh, flashy backs here in our, in our second comic. I mean, a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it starts with the flashbacks and it also ties it in later. But this uh, this woman that he encounters is not Padme. This is actually Sabe, one of um, Queen Amidala's handmaidens. It's kind of disappointing that the droid points that out so quickly, too. It's like, God, it would have been cool if we had gone half a comic with him thinking it was her, just to see how he'd react. Well, the, the, droid, the droid is like the author's narrative voice. Yeah. Trying to push, push, push you in the right direction without any regard for anything else. But yeah, I don't know. It was interesting, but I, you know, the, the sort of changing faces of Padme was interesting, but again, they're, it, it, it's still flashing back to things that happen and things that, you know, are, are happening now. He, we show a panel where Anakin's choking Padme and always oh, choking Sabe and, mm-hmm. Seemed like the panel that they for flashbacks that they focused the most on was any scene where Anakin was around the handmaidens. Mm-hmm. Uh, seemed like they really focused heavily on that. Yeah, for sure. 
Well, as we kind of continue on here, because there's, I don't know, I don't, I don't think there's like a whole ton of dialogue that I, I really care about unless there's something about you, but um, you actually have, in your version of this, you have what winds up being a panel as your, a full page panel as your cover, where we have um, Sabe and Vider, and Vider, Vader fighting pretty much side by side, taking out these creatures. Um, yeah. Which was kind of a cool moment, and I and I think that it it felt like to me it could set up an interesting story, where, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Sabe, you know, oh she doesn't know who this is. This is actually Anakin. She doesn't know uh, about what he would have done to Padme, but like they could team up and like have this sort of like angry kind of weird, almost uh, you know like. I don't know. Uh, what was it? I, I believe it was Darth. It was I believe it was Malgus, who had kind of like a paramour that rode with him, you know, and and they sort of mm-hmm. did their killy killy thing, and it was kind of a fun relationship while it lasted. Yeah, and but Vader what, definitely tries to set it up that way because he he's like, oh, we're trying to find out what happened to her to avenge her. The Empire was always on her side, you know. Yeah, and again, it, kind of that smear of like, no, if she was here, she'd totally join the Empire. You yeah. know, I, I don't personally someone know. someone would believe that. <laughs> yeah, I don't personally know that that's not true, and I tried to choke her because I was, you know, turning to the dark side and then got my feet chopped off. But um, I never yeah. gave her a chance to say she doesn't like the Empire, so, I mean, clearly, just saying. Wouldn't that have been an interesting... <laughs> no, seriously, I'm cool with all this. It's fine. <laughs> Can't hear you. <laughs> she would have joined you, Anakin. We all would have joined you. <laughs> we would have all been imperial puppets with you, Anakin, if you would have just been a little less emo and talked to us for once. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sabe Invader and Sassy Droid right off into the sunset. Issue three. Hey, there we go. We got our new handmaid, Sase. Sase. Droid. <laughs> so dumb. Very. Also, a very good cover on this one. Little back to back there. And, you know, I, I didn't mention this, but so issue two, I think that the the artwork of Sabe seemed a little strange, like very young and misproportioned. Yeah, and then, the, uh, the variant issue two was quite a bit better, I thought. Yeah. Well, issue three, you get a little bit of the age lines, you know, mm-hmm. in the forehead, and she's a little bit more Padme-esque, still kind of different but a little bit more Padme-esque which would have been the point of decoys see I don't really see that in my issue three I see a lot of snow troopers but yeah, I don't have, really see your point yeah you have an empire <laughs> variant cover yeah so anyway uh issue three we return to Naboo we get so the this most epic neat. scene ever Vader mm. and butterflies on oh, Naboo <laughs> probably thinking about Talks about sand and whatnot, rolling through Sabe, the fields. Sabe, I don't like sand. It's rough and coarse. Would you like Just to eat stop. some kiwis with me? This. We're not doing this. Just stop. I already heard all about this. Stop. I mean, would you like a kiwi? I could cut it for you. She told me about that. You're just trying to do the same thing with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we kind of have a an attack. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Let's see here. Gregor Typho 
Captain Tanra. This is a bit of an interesting issue because we start to hear names that we're familiar with, and we'll continue on with this, but mm-hmm. kind of running through this a little bit quicker. There's sort of a weird convoluted plan. Okay, I'm I'm saying this is a little convoluted because we we board uh, an underwater ship that kind of looks like the one that Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon were in at one point, you know, in episode one. And then they go to an underwater Gungan, you know, part of the city. Again, and, nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and coincidentally, let's talk about a little bit of power scaling here with Vader. Because, like, apparently Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan didn't know that they could just, like, float out of the ship and just completely slice through all of these crocodile-like creatures. Yeah. But Vader can. Yeah. <laughs> He's... He's and this is where a... we get and this is where we kind of get into our obsession with creatures in this series too. Well, these are fine, I guess, in a way, because this they are better established. Than, these are better than some of the ones we get in later comics, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I did that was actually something I was gonna I was gonna look up the names of, of the underwater uh creatures. So the OPC killer was the one that they first encountered. Mm-hmm. Uh, they encountered two of those, and Vader, you know, swats them away, does a little stabby stab. And then upon entering the Gungan city, well, this little little hub, it's not like the city, we see that, um, you know, kind of a little motif of the joining of the Naboo and the Gungans mm-hmm. uh, at the very end of episode one where Boss Nas is holding up the little orb, the orb thing. Thingy. You see a little, little Annie and... Uh, young and maiden for no reason. <laughs> hey, she had to be there. It's fine. Yeah. Old Senator Palpatine looking, uh, looking all creepy. <laughs> yeah. And I the, did and nothing. I did nothing, but I'm a part of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we even have, you know, Anakin pointed out, um, Sabe, that was Anakin, the Jedi that Typho mentioned. Even as a child, he served our queen. After she died, he vanished. We mourn his loss as we mourn hers. And this is the thing, like, the, the Naboo, they honor Anakin, he, mm-hmm. and they mourn his loss. Again, not knowing that Vader is Anakin, obviously mm-hmm. nobody really knows that, but they still it, have a great love for, for Anakin. Yeah, and it was kind of cool to get to see that be acknowledged in front of him. It just kind of would have been nice to see him react in some way, even an inner monologue or something. Yep. Because I'm sure it made him stop for a second. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I think that's kind of the point of Vader, though, is that you're never really knowing his inner thoughts. It would be yeah. an interesting dive if, if they were to do that, but I don't think a comic book would be the right medium, personally. Yeah, a book would be much for better that. for that. But anyway, uh, so we have a trap, because guess what? They all knew that he was in on it. <laughs> yeah. Because the last thing that they they knew is that um, Amidala had went to Mustafar, and Mustafar is Vader's domain, and they know that. Yeah. So they attempt to bring down the Sando Aqua Monster that we, again, we saw in episode one. There's always a bigger fish. That's what Qui-Gon said. Yeah. And they uh, attempt to bring it down on Vader, but what does Vader do? Well, nothing, because that's the end of this issue. We have to move to issue four. 
<laughs> Probably my favorite cover of all the issues, actually. Which ones? Do you, do you have the same covers Four, I do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We had talked about this. I kind of made it seem like it wasn't my favorite, and it is. It's just, it's... Well, so... It's a th- very extremely young Padme, obviously, at this well, point. So. Yeah, here, here's the thing about this cover. It's intensely deceptive, but it's also so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's basically Vader hugging Padme as she's sort of like disintegrating into... Just does like, the, you know, the snap, gone, sand thing. Yeah, kind of. Are we allowed to do that since it's a Marvel comic? <laughs> I guess. I mean, we could. The crossover. It's a... <laughs> you should have aimed for the head. I feel funny. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's a cool cover, and... I don't know. I, I, I think I want to talk about some stuff when we get through this, but the, the, there's a point that I want to make. We'll do it again at some point. So anyway, uh, back with Vader with his, uh, you know, looking very tiny next to our sea monster. Isn't this just kind of a ridiculous panel? Like, what are you swiping at? Like, what are you going to do to kill it swiping at its lower jaw? <laughs> are you deflecting something? <laughs> Yeah, it it seemed kind of strange, but you know the the shuttle with the death troopers are you know kind of on call here. They're shooting at it, but then Vader with effectively one stab through his the top of his head, which I don't think it. your lightsaber would be long enough to pierce anything important. But okay. well, <laughs> there is one saber that could have done. Yeah, but that's not canon anymore. You know, it's yeah. just anyway. So yeah, very quick resolutions to a lot of things like that, though. He just the monster kills battles are ridiculously short in this. Very much so. You'd think they would be this epic onslaught, but eh, yep. they just didn't want to focus on that for some reason, which is fine. Agreed. Well, anyway, we get towards the outskirts of the city of Thede, and we actually meet uh, another, another uh, character from episode one. And this was, uh, oh, shoot, Rick Oley, who was the pilot aboard the Naboo cruiser that escaped the uh, blockade. And he was the one who kind of like taught Anakin a couple of couple of maneuvers, you know, maybe a few more than Han Solo knew, but just, you know, taught him how to sort of fly the ship a bit. And I thought yeah, it was, I thought this was pretty cool. It was. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was neat. Um Naboo society is very interesting to me. It is, and it's really nice to get something that focuses more on Phantom Menace era stuff because obviously it's one of our favorite movies and it's usually crapped on. So yeah, but the, the other thing they say here is that they're they're not they're not talking about being of Naboo. They're talking about being Amidalians. Yeah, like these are supporters and followers of the former queen and senator. They're there which, for, for revenge. Yeah, which, isn't that briefly mentioned at the end of Queen's Peril? Like in the yes. flash forward yeah. scene, they do kind of reference themselves as that. I thought yeah. it was. Yeah, it was. It, but anyway, it was kind of nice, nice to see an old character. However, this little Very battle. Very short amount of time. <laughs> yeah, the little battle doesn't really go our Amidalian's way, unfortunately, is 
Vader basically carves him up, and he uh, he stabs old Rick. But I will say this: stabs him in the Could shoulder. Have survived. Could have survived. Stabs him in the shoulder. He doesn't kill him necessarily. Mm-hmm. And again, it makes you think. Vader, well, listen, Vader remembers this guy, okay? He's, he, right. he remembers this guy. I think he remembers everybody. I think a flashback is Anakin's yeah. flashback. So, and, and he had just gotten done cutting someone in half, so clearly he had some form of mercy on him. <laughs> yeah, not anybody else, though. He really hates Gungans. No. He killed all the Gungans. <laughs> you remind me of this one really annoying guy I hung out with as a kid. Yeah. But you know, again, the 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 motif of when when Rick is being stabbed here, he says for Padme and for Anakin. So again, mm-hmm. it's it, it's not just for Padme. And I, okay, let me ask you this question: Do you think that the entire planet of Naboo knew that Anakin and Padme were together? I would be kind of surprised if they didn't. Honestly, dude, I think they all knew. I think every <laughs> single one of them knew. Right. <laughs> well, there's such an aristocratic kind of like artsy society. There's got to be a gossip log on there, man. Yeah. Like they're all like, which, which kind of, which kind of brings up another thing. Like if they reference them, I kind of wonder why they don't reference their children in the process as well, because they would have well, obviously known that Padme was pregnant. So I think that that was a little bit closer to the vest. I, I, I honestly do think that that was. Of course, that would bring down the hammer on them if they actually ever mentioned their children. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> I think it was a little bit, a little bit closer to the vest than that. But at any rate, so eventually we make our way to Padme's tomb, where Vader is confronted by the remaining um, handmaidens, which is probably we, my favorite panel in this entire act. Oh yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's easily one of the better ones. And again, still having the flashbacks, remembrances of who these people were in connection to Anakin. Um, but again, that stupid droid has to do the narration. But anyway, it's fine. Uh, we have Irte and Rabe, two of the Queen's earliest bodyguards. Sashe, who we established was a BA in um, mm-hmm. in Queen's Peril. She was tortured by the Empire. Mm-hmm. Dorme who was, uh, you know, very close uh, with Padme. And uh, was that? Well, then obviously uh, Sabe, but... And we kind of get a cool little little battle. Mini battle before, you know, Vader goes to 5% power mode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, they're they're battling with, like, staffs, and, I mean, Sabe has her gun, and... um, I want to say it's it's Irte who has one of the small blasters like Padme yeah. picked up in the throne room, if you remember that in episode one. Mm. So anyway, I, I do think it's really cool to bring these to bring these ladies back. I mean, obviously we've had our our E.K. Johnson books, but to stick them in here is neat. Unfortunately, again, they're really no match for Vader. Pretty cool panels, though. I did like this one where, like, you know, <laughs> everybody's like well, everybody's like firing on them and they're like, ah, you know, double, double <laughs> blastering them, you know, from the sky and stuff. That was fun. But he defeats them and winds up going into, into the tomb. And that is the end of episode or I can't cut. I can't, I can't talk <laughs> issue four is the aren't episodes. And that is where we conclude our earlier podcast rehash. <laughs> now we're into new territory. Yeah. Sick cover for issue five. 
This is probably my second favorite. That is an amazing cover. That it's a really sick sweet. cover. So it has the slice between Anakin and Vader, blue and red saber. Um, kind of makes you remember Rebels scene with uh, oh, him true. fighting. When he fights Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah. Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I kind of wish we could do an alternate timeline where Anakin actually didn't turn evil. Like, just have that somewhere. Yeah. I mean, uh, we do there, it everywhere else. Not fanfic. Well, I mean, there were talks at one point doing an alternate reality comic, which never went to fruition, but there was some concept art for it, and it had uh, Anakin basically turning back to the good side after being burnt, and then he had like a light side armor suit. Oh, really? But his face was showing. That's interesting. Well, the, uh, in the 2019 version, there was a part in there He has where, a dream, I think. Well, he was trying to turn a kyber crystal. He was trying to bleed a kyber crystal. Oh, yeah. It shows him a vision of what could have been. Yeah. Yeah, about effectively going and killing the emperor and then returning to Obi-Wan and trying to you know gain forgiveness for that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually, again, 2019 version. It's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. So we're in Amidala's tomb. He opens her, her actual tomb. And, um, yeah. So Amidala By was... By the way, there are so many red backdrops in this. Art style really focused on red. Like, especially... Yeah. Well, they, I mean, what? those were their flashback sort of deals. His remembrance. Yeah. yeah, he sees red, man. He's like a bull. Mm-hmm. But not in a china shop because Mythbusters taught us that they're actually very careful creatures. Very Star Wars related. No doubt. <laughs> anyway, so we find a med implant. So Amidala was buried looking pregnant. They did that for a reason. Mm-hmm. So they figure out this implant and figure out that it's traceable. So mm-hmm. we're going to another location. Yay! And what's interesting is, is like Vader basically just lets the handmaidens go. They just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is he um, kind of, kind of regrets that later on. But you know, he regrets kind, quite a well, few things later on. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. But you know, Sabe does try and warn the rest of Naboo that you know, hey. We've got new coordinates, and Vader's like, go, Sabe, tell all your friends. Tell them to meet me. (laughs) Okay. All right, Vader, you confident. Anyway, Polius, Polis Massa. That's where we're going. That's a name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, More flashbacks, and I know you had talked about the animation of Anakin. Was this your favorite panel? Liar! The liar panel is the reason I said this. That was honestly. so. That that honestly was. Kind of, it's a bad animation. Hey, it's yeah. I yeah. I get you. I get you there. And then we get the least intimidating little fleet that ever could be. Well, for <laughs> with well, the Amidalans. I don't know. I mean, like you have two kind of cruisers, and okay. Notice the symmetry, the symmetry yeah. of this panel, like how everybody's like lined up really. It looks odd. It looks like... Um, like this wouldn't happen. No, what, what what was the shooting game, like where you had the one single ship and like things um, were... Metroid? 
Or is it not Metroid? Uh, anyway, it was a shooting game. Got little aliens did, coming down. It wasn't Centipede. It well, was, Centipede did a similar thing. I, I yeah, know that's that's yeah. not it, but Centipede did like a similar thing, uh, but it was just a Centipede. Uh, what was that called? Yeah, I don't Bugs know. Bugs the I mean, crap out of me. We played but, the crap out of that at Pins. Yeah, but at any rate, yeah, it all looks up like very lined up, kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and I don't really, to be honest, I don't really understand this because the firepower from these ships... How many how many Jedi or Sith do we know that deflect deflect a bolt from a ship and direct it back to destroy the ship? Okay, so this kind of gets into a territory that really needs to be left alone, but we'll just say it anyway. The mass of the bolt is the problem. It's not the power of the bolt. The thing would like deflect some of it back, but then on each side it would still come through because it's not just one. Yeah. You know true. what I'm saying? It's not like no, a bullet. True. It's not just going to bounce back as one piece. It's just a beam of energy. So, yeah, this this was kind of one of those power scaling things that I didn't really appreciate all that much. Now, granted, he does have his death troopers on some weapons, yeah. planetary weapons. Pretty so, sweet. Yeah. so I mean, that that seems to be doing the bulk of it. But yeah, him deflecting ship fire seems a little meh. Yeah, a little, little bit too nutty. We do have some <laughs> ground troops, and I did like this one panel where Obi Wan, you know, after he cuts off Anakin's legs, and he's just sort of like flipping upside down. I'm sorry, I laughed so hard when I saw that panel. Maybe it's wrong of me, but it just goes back to they make him look so dopey. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. It, it Yeah, it was a little dopey, uh, for sure. And again, I, I feel like this series is really more interested in putting together these really large epic panels. Like, yeah. there's a two, there's a two panel, a two full page. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, there's ships on fire. He's, like, you know, forcing something. You know, his lightsaber is doing stuff. His death troopers are there. People are we dying. got an arm just flying up into the air. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cool. I'll give you that. It is a cool panel. It's a sick panel. That'd be a neat poster, but still. Yeah. Well, well you could just mount your comic on the wall as it stands. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, we get to the... To this med bay here where Amidala had the, the children. We find a burned out old droid and, you know. And then we have the death of our little buddy. I was happy about that. I was too. Yeah, Vader doing his best Ben Solo impersonation and, and killing his little droid companion. Well, it's as... funny because, like, before that happens, the comment he makes and everything, leading up to this, I'm like, he's got to be getting really annoyed with this droid. Like, yeah. we see that a lot in Afra. how annoyed he gets when someone's constantly talking to him. And you read that, it's like, there's no way this droid gets out of this alive after saying that, and then right away. Yeah. Nice and satisfying. No doubt. And then we kind of leave off to, uh, you know, this hologram of Padme saying there's good in him, I know. You know, so that's, um, that's solid. Yeah, and we get a really really cool flashback after that we kind of have this regression of him through the ages as he's falling down the shaft just kind of going from vader to a boy again mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. after that comment 
Yeah, um, and I, I honestly, I kind of think that this is where the comic starts to leave the realm of what I, what I personally thought we were going to start seeing. Because mm-hmm. again, here. I wanted a Vader Sabe like adventure story, yeah. and what we get is very, very much different than that. The handmaidens don't come up, mm-hmm. so we're just on. On to the Emperor, who is not all that happy with Vader. No, he rarely is, though, let's be honest. True. Vader gets a little zappy zap. Mm -hmm. That's the end of that. Issue six. And by by the way, the uh, issue six shown at the end of this comic is way cooler, way cooler than the one that I have. I have the bounty hunter. The bounty hunter is kind of boring to me. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, that cover is pretty sick. I have the variant cover of the Millennium Falcon. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. uh, This is no cave. Wait a minute. So here we start to get into the Into the Fire arc. And... ride, Ride the lightning more like that. You know, there you go. <laughs> hey, listen, Napster knows you can't use anything Metallica, so yeah, just ride lightning without Lars Ulrich. All right, that's not a subtle dig at anything. Anyway, <laughs> Vader is kind of attacked by the Emperor here, and well, <laughs> and the guards. And um, Masamata just giving him, yeah, all Ma- kinds Ma- of crap. Masamita <laughs> is such a stupid character, but whatever, mm-hmm. it's fine. So Vader is. Th- this is essentially a test, an emperor's test for Vader at this point, because mm-hmm. again, I I think that there is real conflict in Vader here. You know, he he mentions it's like you let the handmaidens go. You're you're soft. You know, you're weak. I'm going to have to teach you through fear. And he literally like rips off his legs and (laughs) mechanical arms and everything. So Mm -hmm. I, we talked about this a little bit, but I start to wonder about the, the issues of power scaling in a way because if Vader can do all of these like crazy things, that we've seen so far, which like, weren't even really force related. That's more lightsaber skills than anything. Well, I mean, if you're deflecting a shit bolt and we're talking about, well, issues yes, that. I was thinking more like the, the, the monster fights and everything, but yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. But still you're going to have to get on it. Yeah. So there, there, yeah. there's ability involved in there, but my, my whole thing is, is that I just, I guess I just don't understand how he continues to let the emperor best him over and over and over again. Because yeah. we you saw this in the 2019 point, version as well, when he when Vader lashes out and then the Emperor's like puts him in his place. Um, I don't know. I, we it seems like comics like to really op out the Emperor. Yeah. Well, and truthfully, the only thing he has going for him against Vader is lightning, because his suit is so weak to it. But you'd think at some point Vader would start training to deflect it. Yoda was able to do that with yeah. his hands. Yeah, 
And of course, that's a known force ability that Anakin might not have, but at some point, you'd... Man, you'd think he'd focus on that a little more. <laughs> yeah, or even, you know, well... Yeah, whatever. You would think. So... The Emperor takes Vader back to Mustafar, right where he fell previously, and he burns him a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he uh, puts himself out pretty quickly throughout this, well, the next two comics, actually. It's kind of (laughs) odd. Yeah. Again, just sort of like rehashing. It's like, this is how you got to where you're at. I'm going to teach you where you need to be type of deal. Um. And I do think that a couple of little flashback panels to when he, you know, in quotations, defeated Ben. I mean, it's debatable one way or the mm-hmm. other. And then also the same panel, you know, we see him, you know, in his mind, in quotations, kill the emperor, you know, slice the yeah. emperor in half the same way. So that's, you know, that's kind of an interesting thing. Um and he also kind of leaves Vader with a warning. It's like, don't use the force to pick yourself oh, back no. up. <laughs> yeah. And then we get this uh, assassin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Palpatine's favorite assassin, apparently. Ochai of best Ochi. Little Ochi. Yeah, Ochi. Whatever, dude. He was so boring. So very boring. Yeah, whatever, dude. I don't know what to tell you. All right, let's move on to seven. Seven, where... (laughs) All the Jedi? Even the younglings? All of them. God, that's pretty messed up. I just just wanted you to destroy the Jedi. You, You killed the women and the children, too? How about that librarian? I, I would never do that. Somewhere. I would never. I would never kill the women and the children. Was that in like a robot chicken or something like that? Or I think so. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like that was somewhere. It makes me laugh. Oh goodness. I so, like how we get our little uh, our little flashback to killing the separatists, and then we just have one on the floor. It's a pretty sweet scene, actually. Yeah, the Nymordians. Mm-hmm. Who apparently don't decompose all that much. Not much, apparently. <laughs> I don't know how, I mean, what is that, 20, 20 years, roughly? <laughs> no, less than that. Because, like, Luke and, Luke and Leia were pretty young, if I remember correctly. Mm. I, I Ages, I don't even care about ages. So, anyway, he starts to scavenge parts here from, uh, from droids. Mouse droids are helping him with it, it's great. Yeah, little mouse droid's still there. He's like punching them, shocking them, short circuiting them as they bring parts yeah. to him. And what we get, we get a, a B1 and B2 part. And I don't know what that leg's from on the on the left side as he's putting yeah, himself together. That's <laughs> true. I don't know. But yeah, he's got two new legs and a big old fat arm. Because and then we, if he we, had the blaster. Yeah, that would have been kind of <laughs> cool, actually. Then we have this uh, bounty hunter, which apparently he is wearing Beskar, we'd have to assume. I'd assume the spear is Beskar too then, I guess. Yeah, that's what we're going to have to assume in this 
current time. Uh, flippy flippies, choky chokies, uh, your deads. A lot of really uninter- uninteresting dialogue for me in between Vader yeah. and this yeah. bounty hunter. I don't know. It's probably just me, but I just found their interactions really uninteresting. Yeah. And by the way, I have one issue when they're fighting, when he's choking out little Ochi. He's just standing in lava. He's got cool new legs, man. So why couldn't IG have survived in Mandalorian? You know, if you're going to poke <laughs> holes in everything, I'm going to have to turn you off. That's fine. No, it just I kind of yeah, makes me mad. <laughs> I hear you. I, I hear you. Maybe he wasn't in the lava for too long. Maybe. Yeah. Well, he's anyway. He's just having a bath in it, so. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I... It, I don't know. Anyway, let, let's get to the actual aspect of the plan. The whole thing is is that either the sort of the assassin kills him, or he traps him in a cave mm-hmm. to speak to our new our new favorite character of all time. That I totally pulled up his name, and I'm and I'm looking for it, and I'll find it. Yeah, the Eye of Webbish Bog. You know what I thought of when I saw the the little cover for uh, issue eight? I thought about the spiders from Jabba's yeah. Hut. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I thought of, too. It's just an organic version of that. You know, I'll be honest with you, man. I don't... Again, we're. I feel like now we're just full-on, like, weird comic stuff. Like, we're back with horses. Yeah. And the Webbish, the eye here also had, well, or was supposed to have a conversation with Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Now, in Rise of Skywalker, we see Kylo retrieve the Wayfinder. It's just a battle between the planet's inhabitants and his trooper units. Well, it's just in a random container. Out in the open. <laughs> yeah. But I guess the what it was supposed to be was this eye just shows up on the head of a blind giant. Yeah. On the let okay. me repeat that. He is a spider like creature on the head of a blind giant who can appear and disappear at will. Um and that's what? why he's been banished to comic book world. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't... I remember very, very vaguely when some of the concept art for the eye came out. And I think that early, very early speculation, if I'm remembering this correctly, I think very early speculation was that was supposed to be something connected to Plagueis. Darth Plagueis. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember how that whole rumor got started, but it, I don't know. It's such an inconsequential creature, but it kind of is reminiscent of like Bindu from rebels where it's like this 
maybe it's a force. I mean, well, Bendu was definitely connected to the force, but like maybe the eye is like a force sort of entity thing with his giant baby looking thing that changes mm-hmm. faces to what you're thinking. It's just not something I enjoy at all. Someone might think this is epic, so I won't say much more, but eh. yeah, I mean, we're not trying to dog it, but it just seems a little silly to me. Um, but with Everything that being about said, this specific comic does honestly. Yeah. But with that being said, the eye has the wayfinder to Exegol. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the whole thing. And we also meet, and and I, I let me actually relook at this just a wee bit because I want to say that I did indeed find the character, but I don't actually know if they say this character's name. I think they do in the next one. Well, anyway, if I've tracked this down, we'll we'll, we'll repeat if I have to. Um, but I'm pretty sure that this is Sly Moore, who is an Umbaran um, female, who is a, an aide to Palpatine, and we see her mm-hmm. in the chamber. And I and I'm pretty sure that this is the same person. However, the the kind of uh, the way they portrayed her in the movie was having this like giant suit thing that like flared out at the bottom like really big. Like there was something mm-hmm. going on. And now we see her and she's just wearing like normal clothes. Yeah. Why not? Why she's important in this, I don't. I don't well, know. I mean, I, I just <laughs> think that she's an extension of Palpatine. At the end of the day, yeah. she's, you know, like Masa Meda, she's potentially more sinister than Masa Meda. I mean, we all know Moss basically is just, you know, a scapegoat for right. a lot of things. Um, but anyway, let's start to try and move on to our next comic uh, where, you know, Vader dismantles more things so that he can get parts. Yeah. Yeah. What what uh, cover variant do you have on this one? Uh, this is this was uh, one of the um, Empire oh, where nice. Chewie nice. uh, finds C three PO. I've just got the bounty hunter attack. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. You know what? I feel did I get that one for you? Yeah, I didn't buy any of these separately. I might have more covers elsewhere. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, let's roll through this. So very early in this comic, you know, our assassin has assassin droids and Vader pretty Who much wants his parts. Yeah, the, the, the bots want his parts. That's the payment they're getting. <laughs> but he wants their parts. And yeah. it's like a lot of everybody wanting each other's parts. But then they're both like, oh, your parts suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, your yeah, your stupid parts are stupid because you've replaced your parts with parts that are already on this planet. <sighs> Whatever, dude. I'm moving on. Moving on. 
Moving on. I wonder moving how on. many Sith the bounty hunter is killed using the parts robots. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Car- carnivorous parts robots. <laughs> <sighs> well, anyway, Vader, um, we do have a ship here, which is... Do you remember where this ship is from? This little fighter? As far as where it shows up? No, I'd- I mean, where... I know I've seen this ship before. Was this one of Anakin's like former fighters or? Yeah, this probably would have been the one they, I'm not sure. It looks like one of his. Yeah. I'm going to try and look that up real quick because it, it, it's, I'm pretty sure that it, it was one of Anakin's Anakin ships. I think it was. Yeah. E- uh, ETA Is it the Revenge of the Sith era Ectus like class. in the movie? I think this was for the animated series. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, ETA 2 Jedi Starfighter or uh, hmm. Actus class. So it's like a specifically Jedi ship. So yeah, that would have. I mean, I'm assuming we're on Mustafar. I'm assuming this was one of his previous ships. So there mm-hmm. you go. Getting little Clone Wars going on there, which is sick. All right. Invaders captured the assassin. He's got the Wayfinder. He's scavenging droid parts to rebuild his ship. It's such a. And we've got. The hyperdrive dock. <laughs> yeah, interesting that that's there. Um, interesting that it's there, and it's also interesting that it's larger than any other hyperdrive dock because it actually fits both of them perfectly. Because, like in the movies, it's super narrow compared to this, but it's fine. True. Continuity be damned. <laughs> right. Well, our assassin's in like a cargo container that's strapped to the ship, and it's like, no, you can't do it. The It'll clamps, kill me. The clamps. <laughs> It'll kill me, but it didn't. And then they're face to face with a giant Cthulhu squid thing. Yeah. Right. Let's just move kind on of, to issue 10. This is kind of one of those times when this is the only one I'll say it. This is the one I wish I didn't have the 40th anniversary cover on. Because it's I also can't. really sick. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. But which cover do you have for this one? F- for 10? Yeah. Yeah, the... the yeah, that's the just one. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Vader kind of fighting his way through sort of like a storm or something. It is pretty cool. But, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, Empire, the Empire stock one, that one, that one is oh, a neat Oh, yeah, it's awesome. It's Don't cover. get me wrong. I might have to buy the other one, though. That, unfortunately, is the problems you get into (laughs) when you start buying these things. Uh, Let's see here. So we're up against Cthulhu. Yeah. Which apparently is flashback space. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, The Empire does have a few ships here, so they're attacking Vader. And Vader is, uh, you know, kind of like the old days, picking off... Pick enough ties and his little. We've lost seven ties, shit. eight, nine, ten. Nope, we've lost eleven. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. I'll just stop talking now. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, again, like some pretty epic looking panels, but not a ton going on. I, I mean, aside from a space battle. And um, there seems to be some significance with this creature, you know, old Cthulhu Mon. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially a psychic being that's genetically modified itself to hunt its own species, so nothing really matches it but itself, yeah. I guess. Do you think it's like a like a Borgullet type of situation here? <laughs> Just more psychic? Maybe. The only thing I wish is they would have actually displayed the psychic powers, like caused some ties to crash into each other or something. Yeah, that would have been interesting. It just kind of swatted them, really, or they ran yeah. into it. Um, but it starts to show Vader a couple of a couple of encounters throughout his life. You know, we have an encounter with old Ben. Um, and we have a kind of a neat, I don't know. Like I know, I know we've dogged on the flashbacks, but I kind of, in a way, sort of like these sort of, Uh, but again, they are rehashing things that we've already seen. Like, Mm -hmm. it it seems like the ideas have not been very prevalent yet. Um, Because in the next couple pages, we have, you know, encountering Luke while this Vader is, like, looking on. So he's almost, like, looking on himself. Right. He's not a part of it. He's, like, like a a spectator. Yeah. And we get some kind of trippy alternate universe things, like... Luke's the one standing above Anakin and Mustafar while he's burning. And then yeah. uh, we actually have a variant where Luke ends up killing Vader and walks off with the Emperor. Yeah, and, you know, the the assassin kind of says uh, towards the end of here, did he show you how you were going to die? Right. Like this this creature can show you how you're, how you're going to die. And... Um, We'll we'll get a little bit more in depth, but I I don't know I, I I do think it was interesting that last panel yeah he he kills Vader leaves the lightsaber like literally in him and then mm-hmm. joins with the with the Emperor and walks off and then he's out then Vader's out of the nebula it's over he yeah. he passed the Cthulhu's test. Yeah. What's the test? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't, it's the power I don't. of friendship. Yeah. You passed the power of friendship test. Yeah. Now, here's another thing that I actually found a little bit annoying. You notice power how scaling. they... No. How <laughs> in the animation, you, you're trying to show the scope of this monster, right? But then you have these like magnified panels where it's like you have a little manila circle around him pointing to a larger circle that magnifies Vader. Yeah. And like in several panels, they're just like highlighting where Vader is. Right. It's stupid. It's, it's, it's like, help me, mommy. I can't possibly read this comic on my own. Where's Vader? Yeah. What? Where's Waldo <laughs> with a lightsaber? <laughs> I just thought it was, I thought it, I don't know, I thought it was needless, but maybe you can't yeah. spot Vader. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of weird. I don't know that I've seen that. Of course, I'm not a huge comic guy. So. I mean, it just would have made more sense had they just, you know, had a little blip with him saying something to point him out. True. <laughs> if they had, yeah, exactly. if they felt the need to do that. 
Yeah, chat bubble. Well, this is also the point where Cthulhu is kind of coming at him. He didn't let him go. And Vader starts to use the force and, you know, Assassin's like, oh, he'll kill you. You're not supposed to do it. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. And then he kind of rides Cthulhu to this, uh, you know, little installment on Exegol. Mm -hmm. So instead of a horse... So instead of a horse... He rides a Cthulhu. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Well, that's actually it. That's it for our 10 issues here. Uh, issue 11, again, does go on sale um, quite a while. Mm-hmm. April 28th. Um, and th- they have a little subheading here. What terrifying secrets of... Sithly, Sithly power. Does Emperor Palpatine <laughs> hide on Exegol? Will Vader's might be enough to defeat the Dark Lord of the Sith? Tune in next time on, on Dragon, Dragon Ball Z. Z. <laughs> I hope this is the first time the word Sithly has ever been used. Dude, Sithly... Whatever. I don't know, man. So, there, there is an interest in, in the... The sort of artwork here is like showing Vader seemingly surrounded by, I mean, we're, we're potentially calling these like the acolytes on Exegol, but they all have suitors. Yeah. yeah. So I guess my thought is, are these clones? Are these um, uh, Palpatine clones? My thought is, if it is the acolytes, why did they banish the fact that they have sabers and their combatants to comic book world like why wasn't that in the movie <laughs> let me ask you something here let me throw something down at you when we're on exegol here in the comic versus the movie looks very different mm-hmm. let me put a what if scenario in your head what if the emperor doesn't know what's going on right now and what if like Vader he doesn't know about Exegol yet? N- no, he knows about Exegol, but he doesn't know that Vader's on Exegol and mm. what Vader's doing, which is kind of mm. far-fetched because there's ships. But anyway, let's just say for the sake of argument, the Emperor doesn't know what Vader does here, and Vader just tears stuff up. Mm-hmm. Like when we're talking about defeating the Dark Lord of the Sith, he's like, he's killing clones, right? Left right. and right, which leaves Palpatine at a bit of a disadvantage when Vader throws him down, which leaves him in this like deteriorated crappy state because Vader went in and wreaked havoc on everything. Right. He would have had more pure clones before that happened and maybe he destroys them all. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm and trying just to has like this strand of DNA left. That's not <laughs> enough to make a good clone. <laughs> well, this, this particular clone variant, uh, we couldn't really figure out fingers, so you're going to have bone <laughs> fingers for the most part, and you're going to be super old. It was like at the very end, like we were, we were just splitting too much. We couldn't do it. There's, there's fading, replicative fading. What Don't you know about this? Haven't you watched sci-fi? But we got this cool motorized backpack thing for you, so you're fine. <laughs> You'll be like a scorpion. You know, get over here. It'll be great. <laughs> and all you have to do is make somebody kill you. So you can transfer your essence. This is this is what you wanted, right, sir? This, this is, is not what you paid what for, I right? Signed up for. 
you know, I, I, I wish this comic took a slightly different turn. I, I really, and I know, listen, I know that these things aren't written for me. I'm not conceited in that way, but I do kind of wish we got a little bit more of a handmaiden's tale with Vader. Like maybe there was deception. Maybe they did for some odd twisted reason, sort of like maybe they helped him a bit along the path of like Mm -hmm. helping turn him away because like this is as close to Padme as you're going to get. I mean, wouldn't it have been interesting if like Sabe told him a story like from their past and, and maybe, you know, uh, Hey, I remember this one time Anakin did this really cool thing and Padme laughed. And then, you know, they had, you know, we all knew that they were together. Everybody on Naboo knew it. They were just waiting for them to like, you know, live it up over here. And I think it would have been interesting, interestingly impactful if Sabe were killed in front of mm-hmm. Vader, giving him again, further reason, you know, it's like, it's happening again, it's happening again. And in that moment, you have the pushing from your son, but you also have in the back of your mind, it's happening again. And I will not live this same life again. And I will right. not make my son live this same life again either. Because again, Luke senses good in his father. So he's just prodding what's already there, right? Yeah. And I and we're not trying to diminish what Luke did because he he did. He helped turn his father, but he realized that there was already good there, so he focused on that. But what if that good in him was a contribution from the handmaidens that knew his wife probably better than he did? Well, and you you could also say just like the little recording, him actually getting to see her make the comment, there's good in him, I know there is, could have attributed quite a bit too because her opinion would yeah. probably matter a little more than Luke's, let's be honest. And I don't know, there, there's so many different things they could have done with this. Like, they could have tweaked the timeline a little bit and, like, made the reveal that this is how Vader finds out that Luke had a sister, not that he just sensed it through the force, you know? Yeah. But see that, that I actually good, good thing. You brought that up because I, I actually thought about that as we were talking about, it. that would have been a huge retcon though. Yeah. yeah. That would, that would have been a huge it, problem. It would have been impossible me. to do probably. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't go there because I, you know, you're right. It would have been an interesting thing to have. Oh, there were twins, mm-hmm. But, but it, it was, could it could have also not been a retcon in a way like it could have been him toying with Luke in a way like had the information but twists it to make Luke think that he's more powerful and clairvoyant than he actually is. Well, but I think that that was the point is that Luke wore his heart on his sleeve and mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't necessarily hide himself away from his father and so being that they had that bond he was able to sense what was in Luke's mind and in his heart. So true. I think that that lends itself a little bit more to the connection between the two of them. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it did it. You're right. It does not have to be a retcon at all, but I feel like it, I I don't feel like that would have been the right choice for me personally. There's just so many things that I think we'd both like to see with the handmaidens. Like, you know, the, the story could be fleshed out so much. Did they ever like try to pursue, Padme's children and help them in some way like 
Did, did they want to become the handmaidens of Leia at some point, but they weren't able to? Like, there's just so many things they could have done with them, and they still can. I mean, we have another book coming out, so we have that to look forward to. Yeah, but, I mean, as you know, sometimes we connect some dots, but we don't connect all dots. The realization right. that Ahsoka is alive during Luke's lifetime means that they probably should have been able to meet. Right. Right. Are we ever going to connect those dots? I don't think I we think were. We're, I I think think we were. were. I think we're close as we ever could be, just kind of with the tie-in with Mandalorian. But I think it's dumb I think that we there's don't. Just, there's just a lot of things that I think they don't have the time to flesh out. There's just so many things. Yeah, but that doesn't... I, I, I'm going to say... I'm going to call BS because like there are so many good writers. I mean, think about like Claudia Gray... Uh, being handed this idea from Dave Filoni and he says, Hey, I'm just using names, but I mean, Claudia, I think would do it justice. Hey, Claudia, guess what? We're going to have an event where Luke and Ahsoka meet, write it, Mm -hmm. like write a book and contain that moment somehow. Or, uh, Hey, we're going to have this moment where like, I don't know, Leia meets one of her mother's handmaidens. And they look at her and they say, God, you look like your mom. Yeah. Like those, those are things that I think could have been done. I think that they can be done super easy. I think, I think Star Wars at times overthinks a lot of things and then they don't yeah. do the really simple tie-ins that would just, that would, that would provide the feel good moments that we really want. And I think that that's what JJ tried to do with Rise of Skywalker. I think he tried to give people, those feel good moments like, you know, with Ray and Kylo. I mean, that's not necessarily my thought with that relationship, but it made a lot of people happy. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, Luke coming back and not being a dick to Ray, you know, <laughs> yeah. I think that made a lot of people happy and it should make a lot of people happy. But, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like we could very easily tie this stuff in if only we want to. But right now, everything is so focused on High Republic. I don't see it happening right now. Yeah. Or probably ever for that matter. (laughs) I mean, we do have a lot coming up that isn't High Republic, but it doesn't really lend itself to fleshing out these stories, really. I mean, like the Acolyte series and Book of Boba and all that. It's not really the stuff we would choose to flesh out. So I don't. Every time I hear Book of Boba, I think about like the drink Boba. Like it's a it's a restaurant. (laughs) Like the Book of Boba, where you go get boba tea. Right. It'd be like the Star Wars equivalent of Jimmy Buffett's Five O'clock Somewhere (laughs) Restaurant. (laughs) All right. Anyway, Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think um, I think that this, this series could have been something very cool, very different, very different. I'm not saying this isn't cool, I, but what I am saying is I feel like it could have been very different and also still very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, like I know people point to, well, you had two books and now you just said we're going to get a three third book, a threed book, a third book, uh, you know, with. Padme and all her handmaids like yeah but like more kind of it would kind of <laughs> be cool to like you know and again I don't know if this happens because I, I do have some of the Star Wars adventure series which is you know kind of like the kid level comic 
So maybe they had some stuff in there, uh, which would be kind of cool. But all I'm saying is like, sometimes, you know, interacting with other people and, you know, is, is neat as well. Like, uh, whatever. I don't, you know, we're, we're throwing so much at Disney plus and you couldn't write me star Wars, mini adventures, you know, in different eras, like they did with forces of destiny on like a, on a different scale or like the adventure comics where, uh, you know, it's like a one it one and done adventure. This, hey, Obi Wan and uh, and Irte are going out and doing something for some reason. Or mm-hmm. hey, maybe you could tell us a story of how the Duchess Satine and Obi Wan hooked up. Oh, is that something <laughs> you want to touch? No, you oh. don't. Even though it would be totally sick, you rip our hearts out. Come on, man. I want to see more of that. <laughs> well, and we kind of had that with like, I wonder how Luke got his lightsaber back. Well, here you go. But there's just so much more yeah. they could dive into. So much more. The main Star so much Wars more line important was, things. The main Star Wars line feels really good. It does. It feels really good. This feels like horses, like horse comic, like <laughs> dark horse, whatever that particular brand was. But like it could have ended before the Emperor's punishment, and just that could have been it. Yeah, and well, we were talking a little bit before we started recording about, you know, why would Vader know about Exegol? Right. I don't I don't know. I don't There's know. There's just some things that you don't need to tie together. Yeah. It just it, it's it, a that different felt... era of the Sith. It's like trying to tie together, oh, Vader once interacted with Nihilus. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's 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 a big time job. I mean, it didn't have to happen. You don't have to have Exegol be a part of this generation. You just don't. Yeah, I, but I will say this: it does make me wonder what will happen in issue eleven. And yeah. I think yeah. I think that that might, I hope it's a fun conversation. I hope they really do throw a, a cool, if not a curveball, maybe a nice sinker. You know, just a little bit of spin on that bad boy. You know, doesn't have to be a ninety mile an hour fastball every time. You can. You can put a little little bit of nasty on. You can throw a good old Vaseline spitball all day long if you want. Rub a little dirt on that people. thing. You're losing people. Sports, darn it! But you know we're we were just hey, talking spring about, training like, is going on. All right, I'm just saying. <laughs> but you know we did just talk about like little mini stories. Like I want to know what happened here. They might end up doing that in Act Three. They might. I, I've i never yeah. personally been like, man, I just got to know more about the Acolytes or the clones. But there's probably a lot of people who do. So No, for sure. Hopefully and they I, get what they want. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. And, and we, we've made peace with that, I think, here on, on our show. Not everything's made for every person. Sometimes no. you're going to have different people who like different things. And um, that's what's cool about the scope of Star Wars. I mean, there can be... You know, people who are over here obsessed with the Mandalorians way before the TV show came out, and we didn't care about them at all. And, you know, they got their content, and we were fine over here obsessing about Jedi stuff, you know? True, true. There's just something for everybody. Well, it's like, you know, I like Thrawn. I like, I Mm -hmm. thoroughly enjoyed the Thrawn books, but not everybody's a a Thrawn person. There's a lot of people who don't. There's a lot of people who just don't understand the writing style. There's a lot of people who don't like his. You know, his power scaling, as we keep yeah. talking about, like, oh, he's Mary Sue. Yeah, it's like, 
it's basically just not for what everybody. we're basically what we're trying to say is instead of cutting us our you know daily Disney checks, I think what you need to do is hire us on as uh, like executive head writer CEO VPs uh, and just let us make decisions for you. Just like you know, whatever level Floney's at, can we just start no. there? Nope, got to be higher than that. So oh, what, we're, on, what we're saying is we are going to Mike Zero Kathleen Kennedy and take her job, and we'll share it, and then... <laughs> <laughs> Dyad in the force. <laughs> yeah, there you go, yeah. <laughs> it's happening. The dark and the light have combined... Dyad in the executive office. And then Palpatine shows up. <laughs> yes, just as I planned. Well, I had to get rid of... I, I had to get rid... <laughs> yeah, I had to get rid of that Kathleen. She was ruining my plans for domination. Now the two of you will... Hey, hold on a second. I'm on a call, okay? All right, Pop, Palps, just give me a second. Strike me down so you will take in my essence. Uh... I'm going to HR with this. If you don't stop it, there's will be no essence swapping in this office. Okay. Get out of here. Plus Darth isn't even here. He took a vacation day. So, I mean, this isn't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and cue, cue the, cue the office music, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a robot chicken sketch. If I've ever heard one, is that, I don't think that's even still, Going I don't on, think it's it? still a thing now. Yeah, we're, we're boomers. Couple boomers boomering it up. So anyway, folks, I think that's about it for the comic. Was there anything else you wanted to touch on before we kind of sign off for the day? No, I think we're good. Okay. Well, hopefully you enjoyed a little bit of a dive into the comic series again. It's not necessarily our strong suit, but we, we enjoy all the media that comes out, and we try and cover as much as humanly possible. We have a lot of plans coming up for you know, a ton of new shows and, uh, you know, content and all that good jazz. So if you, I, well, I mean, the best way to keep up with everything is just listen because we don't do much on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can follow us on Twitter at TC plan podcast, uh, Facebook. Uh, we have our Patreon if you want to support, but it's, it's fine. You don't have to. Um, but yeah, I guess aside from that, that's it for us. So you guys have a great rest of your week. And as always, may the force be with you.